Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, where performance is driven by original fundamental research on a global scale. This is Putnam Today. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. The president tried pretty hard in his speech last night to change the subject off Iraq and Afghanistan and onto the economy. We'll have a conversation on the political economy of war coming up. Also, Wall Street just loves September so far. And we will take your mobile phone on the road. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Gather.com, the social network where people can make new friends who share their interests. People talking about today's news at news.gather.com. And by Ally Bank, committed to customer service. At AllyBank.com, visitors can chat online with a customer care associate 24-7. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. Welcome to September, everybody. It is Wednesday the 1st. Good to have you here. In Baghdad this morning, Vice President Joe Biden and Defense Secretary Robert Gates took up where the president left off in his speech last night. The new era in Iraq has officially started. Operation New Dawn began with a ceremony in one of Saddam Hussein's old palaces. Seven and a half years, and by most estimates, something between one and three trillion dollars later, the news of the day provides an opportunity to take stock, to try to figure out what the United States got for its money. Andrew Basevich teaches international relations at Boston University. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me on the program. Is there a way for us to figure out how much this war in Iraq and and also in Afghanistan has cost us? You know, I think we'll never know. And we'll never know because the people in Washington don't want us to know. If indeed we could tally up the actual dollar costs, I think they would end up being so large that there would be a great hue and cry from the people. That will be one of those numbers that I think will tend to be very elusive. We can't figure out then in in pure bottom line terms, return on investment, right? I mean, we had a set of goals, but we don't know how much we spent. And and so we're, uh, we're at sea a little bit. Well, it's worse than that because the goals, of course, shifted over time. I mean, in the immediate wake of the fall of Baghdad, we were told that the goals included uh, the transformation of Iraq into a liberal democracy in which the rights of Iraqi women would be protected in perpetuity. More than seven years later, we're certainly settling for quite a bit less. So the longer the war lasted, the more it cost, and in a sense, the lower the objectives came to be. The unwillingness to demand anything like strict accountability has become a deeply ingrained habit in Washington, D.C., And it's a habit that neither Democrats nor Republicans are willing to challenge. What about the people in the United States, though? Because we are finally attuned domestically to how much money we have spent on the TARP, on how much money we have spent on the bailout, and yet it does not translate, it seems, that curiosity into foreign policy. It doesn't, because in terms of the average American, the number is a theoretical one that doesn't have any direct, personal, immediate impact. If indeed we've spent roughly a trillion dollars on the Iraq war alone, that hasn't resulted in me or you paying higher taxes. So this enormous expenditure of money hasn't affected you and me directly. It will end up affecting your children, my grandchildren. I I expect that future generations will probably curse us for our unwillingness to 
pay for wars that were undertaken in our name. Uh, we've been talking about the Iraq war. The, the general press buzz the past couple of days has been, ooh, combat operations are over. And now what we have is this advise and assist mission over there. But that does not close the financial books. I mean, the, we're still spending huge amounts of money over there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the fact of the matter is we have combat brigades still in Iraq. We've just attached a different label to those combat brigades, and we're keeping our fingers crossed that we'll be able to keep them out of further combat. But we'll continue to spend billions in Iraq. And as others have pointed out, we'll continue to spend hundreds of billions in residual costs, if you will, from the Iraq war to recapitalize the Army and the Marine Corps in particular, to pay the costs of veterans' benefits. So if we would say at this point...